Welcome to Loose Leaf, a multi-author writing journal where we talk goals, the ups and downs of writing, and where we try to warn you off our greatest pitfalls. We'll keep it short because you don't have much time, and we'd rather be writing. Hi, Hillary. Hi, Kale. Hey, Hi. how's everybody doing? Doing well. Doing good. Everybody had a busy week? Oh, yeah. Of course. Holidays are coming. So I've heard a rumor, Kale, that you're actually in school right now, too. <laughs> That's completely false. Okay. Okay, good, because I was going to freak out and go, how are you doing everything? <laughs> People will be talking about you. <laughs> no, yeah. Sydney heard her say that and was like, what the freak is she talking about? <laughs> okay, good, because I was like, oh, no, I'm like eating up some of his precious time with. <laughs> no, no. I have I have electrical school one night a week. It's like four hours, but it's just once a week. So let's hope that's what she was talking about then, whoever it was. That must be very so, confused. But it just made me think he's gone to grad school and we didn't know it. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> good to know, good to know. I just had to ask because I was like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> Oh, well, I noticed everybody sent in uh, their pieces. It feels like forever yeah. since we were together. It's been, what, at least yeah. two weeks? Two weeks. Right. It's been a while. I was thinking the same thing. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we had those interviews to plug in, but I've missed you guys. <laughs> All right. So, Kale, why don't you remind everyone what the challenge was that you issued? Absolutely. So, we listened to a piece of music took a few minutes to take notes and then played the song again and wrote a short story inspired from something about the music or very short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the song was about five minutes and 20 seconds long. We listened to the sunken cathedral um, by Claude Debussy and this piece is very interesting <clears throat> because the piece we listened to was actually re a, a recording of, a, of sorts of Claude Debussy playing it. It was from a, a player piano role, I think, that he cool. punched out or someone punched out under his direction. I'm not entirely cool. sure on that, but that was the piece performed as he would perform it. And one of the many cool things about this song is that the way that WC intended for it to be performed follows the golden mean in the speeds that he takes, in the lengths of the sections, they all follow the golden mean. Um, hmm. It's very cool. So. Okay, I'm going to sound stupid. I don't know what that is. Can you explain that? <laughs> I'll be honest, I have no clue. <laughs> you're, you're fine, you're fine. There is a pattern that recurs all throughout nature, and it is a mathematical pattern. It's the pattern that um, conch shells grow in, and pine, cone, pine cones swirl in that pattern. Um, those are the only two that I can think of off the top of my head, but it's everywhere when you start yeah. noticing it. a snail shell yeah mm -hmm. yeah kaya used that uh in a lesson she taught 
our family one time and she had all of these images of it happening in nature. So I don't know why I didn't remember that. When you said that, I was like, oh, that's what that's called. I think because referring to it with music is a little weird, but um, there were a lot of very reminiscent of so much in nature. I mean, it's very organic and um, a lot of the we subconsciously pull those kind of rhythms into a lot of the things that we do. Um, And so I don't know, I I feel like music fits that really well. I mean, music and nature kind of go hand in hand to me. Yeah. Amen. Cool. Well, it was a fun challenge. I really enjoyed it. It uh, was was something totally different, which, which I needed (laughs) after November. (laughs) So who wants to go first? <laughs> Everybody's. <laughs> you said right. you're first, Charity. You okay. win. <laughs> okay. Um, so, a little disclaimer I may have intellectually cheated on this. <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain that. So, since the name was uh, The Sunken Cathedral, I made a conscious choice that I was not going to use water anywhere in this. Okay. Oh. Um, because I wanted to challenge myself and I wanted it to kind of fit where my heart is. And it really made me think of this story idea that had already been percolating. So that's where the cheat came in. It wasn't totally fresh, but um, what I wrote actually is not the scene that would fit the music. So my bit doesn't fit the music <laughs> at all. I, it fit the music when I read it. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, it still has could... that same arc and... I mean, it's a scene, so. Yeah. yeah. So the scene I actually envisioned would be later where he's just drifting through space because I thought space and water kind of have that same feel in my mind, I think. Yeah. But my brain said, you must start at the beginning. So that's where I started. So, <laughs> and I also combined it with another song that I love, uh, Ashes of Eden. So here we go. He stared at the computer readout, his heart slowing before beating furiously. They were out of time and they weren't ready. Hundreds of years of preparation and they were going to lose everything. His name, what is it? Okay, maybe I should start all over. Also, I did not name any of these people because I was trying to- Oh, oh, shit. I had the same problem, like can't name them on the fly. Oh man, I so, thought that was so cool actually. <laughs> I didn't realize that was, that was just a filler. That's my filler. I've got his name, I've got okay. her name, I've got name of What did shit. you think it was? <laughs> I thought it was like some kind of like broken memory that this guy was having and he couldn't remember her name. But he was like trying everything, but all he could pull out all he could pull out was like this kind of beginning of a story I, uh, anyway dang i way over interpreted way that. more intelligent i'm not whatever no 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 <laughs> of course okay let me just start that all over again Whew. ashes of eden he stared at the computer readout his heart slowing before beating furiously they were out of time and they weren't ready Hundreds of years of preparation, and they were going to lose everything. His name, what is it? His wife appeared at his side, resting her hand on his shoulder. It's time, was all he could say. Her hand contracted in a squeeze. 
then did what she'd been trained to do. She sounded the alarm. It blasted across the science compound, across the city, across all of Eden. We have to get to the launch pad, she hurried to the door. The colony ship isn't ready, he followed, his heart breaking with each minute. How much time did they really have? No, but the name of ship is. All the genetic material is loaded, the nav unit programmed. We just have to launch it. But it only carries one. A new fear rose to choke him. Yes. Her name didn't say anything else. Her face was set, determined. What are you thinking? He grabbed her, stopping them in the middle of the hallway. You will go. You will save our people. That took too much time. Five minutes is not a long time to write. Oh, that's awesome. My honest first thoughts were, how cool is it that um, you go back to that, your like the, the instinctual writing when you do this. And uh, it was pretty cool. I, I loved what you did. I thought it was interesting because I knew you told us that what the scene that you had thought of was somewhere else in the story. And so mm. reading this, I was like, oh, so we may not even know this person <laughs> later on. I mean, this is like, you're setting this up for someone else and we're getting to know this, these people together. And she's actually the main person in the scene but she's, she's out. She set this up for him. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. And the, the fun part is, so in that five minutes, I only got uh, 190 words. And after that, I put a little line, said that's where I stopped. And I wrote another 800 words just to kind of oh, wow. keep going while the story was in there. So this was great, Kale. Thank yeah. you. It, it got me to sit down and write in December, which doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Okay. Who's going to go next? I could go next if you wanted. All right. Okay. So this is reticence in the memory of a God. It might surprise you to know, to find out some of the th things I have seen, some of what I have caused to come about. Women, men, a child, many children, animals, plants, the rush of life. I've been with them all, riding through the wind, curling on the shores, adoring the splendor of my creation. High above the world, I could look down and see what were the goings on. Such beauty, but such darkness in the hearts of men and beasts would rear its head. Hearts of men so easily swayed, purchased, bemused, set upon by lusts and appetites. Animals of instinct, not willing to hear the cries around them. Some would rise up, others would fall. Hearts bursting with passion. Yes, that was once. Another time, amidst the darkest hours, a few rose up. Curious how they are so quickly forgotten. So quickly they fade into the mists of time. I just thought yeah. that was so lovely. I liked all of the, the visual components. Oh, I can't get that to go away very literary 
you can feel the song in it. And yes, I thought that was that really rise cool. and the fall. <laughs> well, and it's just, it's just beautiful words. It's just, they flow. It's all poetic in a way. And so it does feel very much like music. Yeah. And I think oh you goodness. should be really proud. Cause like, I feel like you have emotions in there. Like my first drafts are always boom, 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 boom. Later, I have to put the emotion in. But like, I could feel the emotion like the song, like Hillary said, in what you managed to get in those few short minutes. So well done. The oh, other nice. thing I like is that you both managed to name your pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang, reticence of a god. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ashes of Eden, dang. <laughs> Again, like, I guess that one was the song but yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, but Hillary I really like yours I'm excited to hear you read <laughs> okay this is one of my thoughts though too because <laughs> well it's, it's that instinctual writing I mean I write romance because that's what I fell into but instinctually I'm a, I'm a YA fantasy girl <laughs> And I don't actually know if you see it in here, but she's actually Elvish, the girl that I'm writing about. Okay, I couldn't tell. I don't think but... it actually made it in. I didn't want to spend too much time on description because I'm like, yeah. we have five minutes. <laughs> this scene, both of you guys' scenes are so flipping cool. I'm like, ah, I see things <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, so mine has called no title. <laughs> That was synchronized. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Only our Patreon followers will ever see that. <laughs> I don't think I even saw it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we man. thumbs up at the exact same time. Nice. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Little extra content there. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, Golden hair fell around fair skin. The maiden reached a delicate finger out, touching the surface of the glassy water. She was alone again, 300 years of waiting, and still he did not come. Ripples spilled from the point where her finger touched the lake, her image distorting under, their under their, the change. She thought for a moment she saw a face next to her, and then it was gone. A sound crashed in the distance, and she knew the army would be there soon. It had been prophesied. But she was supposed to stand with another, and still she was alone. Why do you watch and leave your people to squander their safety? She turned at the sound of his voice and felt her body flush at the sight of him. Where have you been? Our people have not only been left, but, but have lost their faith. She hesitated, anger and need warring within her. You have come back, though. You come to stand with me? He looked to the mountains, the smoke rising across the lake, and nodded. It is the only way and you will leave when it is through. He turned back, his eyes burning into her heart, charring the hole that had been torn through it when he left, only if we succeed. I'm like, seriously. I'm so terrible with my first drafts. Anytime I do a reading, I like stop and correct myself like every few lines. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but yours has that feeling oh. in it too. Like you just feel this warring emotions within her and like the ending, I have all these questions and that's like a great start. I'm like, I Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I only knew vaguely where it was going to go, honestly. <laughs> and the thought process yeah. when you listen to the song, you hear so much more of the story. I mean, really, yeah. in my head, I could almost go through a full, oh, several scenes at least, you know, it's not a, a book, but like quite a, a segment. And then when you get to writing, you're like, <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. yeah, how do I fit any of that in here? Right, any <laughs> exactly. of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's why I think it's such a great challenge because it does get your mind working thinking about this greater story that you know you can't write in that short amount of time. But I was sitting and taking notes. I hope that was allowed. Like as it oh, totally. was, as totally. I was listening, I was writing, these are the emotions I'm getting from it. I wish I'd taken notes. <laughs> that was smart, Charity. <laughs> no names, uh, because I knew she, all I knew is she was Elvish. Like I could see her dancing kind of by the water or something like this. The, and I thought it was going to go a completely different direction, to be honest. But like <laughs> I, when I got to a point where I needed names, I'm like, I've got one you can steal. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to hear it. I love you. You do a really good job naming characters, but I don't know if this is ever going to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, I really hope it goes somewhere. It's real. It's real good. I want this story to happen, even if it's only like a short story, even I even mean, if it's only like five thousand words, like you know, it would be awesome. I could do some short story stuff, and then if I ever do end up writing my YA fantasies, then I'll have a reader magnet. Yeah, or <laughs> yes. a story seed that you need to expand. <laughs> you know, yeah. I actually well, and that's the thing because I've got so many stories already jumping around in my head um I really thought I'd try and write something off of one of those but I don't know when you sit and you listen to the music it, it kind of tells its own story so I thought it was interesting you said I made you made a conscious choice charity not to use water in there and I'm like "Ooh, I used water I didn't even realize yeah <laughs> yeah but very yeah because cool. it feels very underwater the music I could even not reading the title you can feel that and <clears throat> So and I was like, are you familiar? Well, sorry, are you familiar with the story of the sunken cathedral? Uh, oh no! Either like once a year or once every decade, the the cathedral would rise up out of the water, and then start sinking back down again. Really? So yeah. And and this is a real thing. Where? Yeah, this is like a German or French or something fairy tale. Oh. What is the, there's a, there's, oh my gosh, there's a musical about a, a story like that. <sighs> I don't I can't know. think of it. There's a, like an Irish. Oh yeah. There's a Irish, uh, I know what you you're thinking. You know it. Brigadoon. <laughs> Are you thinking Brigadoon? Yes. Yes. It's like Brigadoon. I love that story, that show, story, whatever. <laughs> well, um. I know we are going into the holiday busy season. So I know my goals are, have nothing to do with writing. <laughs> <laughs> if I do get any writing, it'll be like bonus. Cause I'm not planning to start writing again till January, but do you guys have anything you are planning the next couple of weeks? 
Um, I do. I am working on my cozy mystery. I'm probably halfway through it and I need to get that finished this week. I'm trying to get it turned in uh, because I think the first chapter is, or first section is due in January or earlier. So it <laughs> needs to be done. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working on that. Did you find some of your plot structure that you were trying to pin down? Yeah, yeah, no, all of that plotting and stuff that I've been doing has been really helpful. <laughs> I've been, but it honestly, it's changed so much. And that's what happens with that. I think, well, and I was thinking before we started, you know, we talked about what are our greatest pitfalls this week? And so I was thinking back on that and what's been my pitfall or what have I learned or any of that stuff. And I was like, really, I feel like I'm just really learning how I write still you know, really learning what works and what, how that functions for me, this process. Um, because I really do have to write through a pretty full draft and then kind of throw it out the window and go back and start again. Um, because like once I've gotten through that, I know basically now what I want the story to be or what it needs to be. And then if I go back and try to work within the same words, um, it traps me into what it was before. And so it, it's, it's a little tricky for me. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to lose all those words. So. <laughs> I totally understand. Um, I know it's been a long time since I talked about the goal of the science fiction rewrite of the Hand of Ottawa. And a couple of months ago, I was very excited to break it up into three books, make her older, and I started that. I, I rewrote the first two chapters of her individual book, making her 16 instead of 12. And my writer's group loved those chapters. They're like, this is going to be awesome. And I stopped. And I've been thinking about that a lot. And it's because it changes everything. And it's no longer the story I wanted to tell. It could be a great story. But that 100,000 words I've already written will basically have to be trashed. And that's a lot of words to throw away. And like I said, I, and I was trying to like, so am I holding on to it because I don't want to throw that away? Or am I holding on to it because she's a totally different character now? And it's the theme of it will have to change because it, she can no longer be the vehicle for what I wanted to say. Does that make sense? So huh. now my brain is like, oh, what do I do? Well, and Okay, yes, those are really good questions. I'm curious though what you wanted to say that couldn't be couldn't be done with an older character. She she will not Is have the spoilers? same innocence. No, no, not a, she just won't. I mean, there's a there's a difference between what a 12-year-old knows and what a 16-year-old knows and understands. And so sure. a lot of that just you know, 12 is I kind of see that as that cusp of crossing from the blissful ignorance of how horrible the world can be and what that might mean for you. Um, and so her learning process could be different. Than she had a lot more discovery of that tragicness in yeah. the story. And being that age, the people around her kind of had this instinctual urge to protect that innocence because everything is falling apart, that they wanted to kind of give her that as long as I could. And then that combined with the spiritual elements were kind of what solidified this goodness in her. Whereas like a 16 year old, you're like, there's dating, there's boys, there's like all this other stuff. And so her reaction to 
the plot line would be totally, totally different. Like 16, I would be like, I just envision more tears, more anger, more just angst in general, which would take the story a completely different, different way. Yeah. Like I said, no, not necessarily looks, bad, yeah. but it wasn't. Well, and I, it doesn't necessarily have to do that either. Um, but those are, I mean, it does, you're right. It, it changes things, but I mean, you can, I think you can also tell your characters lot, where to go. <laughs> I've and you never, can make her I've an innocent never, 16 year old. I've never been able to tell my characters where to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's funny. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Those authors that could do that, kudos to them. I've never been the boss. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, I could just rename cool. them and do a completely different story. Cause, but I'm like, the whole point of that was just to make it more marketable. And I'm like, well, if I've already told the story I wanted to tell, I don't know. It's just that, that question, why am I writing? Is it for money, love. <laughs> money. or love? <laughs> and to say what I've been trying to say. So I don't know. I, I still think there's a lot of work to be done on it, but anyway. Well, you know. Is there ways to still tell that story uh, with the new character making it marketable, but yeah. like just changing up how it's told um yeah but it's like yes, you had i you already have solidified in your mind too the way that all of those pieces come together for the younger alina alina yes yeah. yes alina um and so i think it's still it's probably still possible to tell with an older character but it would have it would be different and you'd have to figure out what that new method was yeah because i think for the changes, there would have to be different scenarios, different scenes and different. Lots of different. And my brain doesn't want to let it go. Yeah. So how about you, Kale? I am, I'm really intrigued with the idea of this rewrite that you're talking about. So you have a series that is published. Well, right now it's one book. It's one book. It's okay. one big, thick book that needs a lot of work but i just okay. stuck it out there and kind of kept silent right. about it okay. <laughs> and so what you want to do now is break it into three cool very so cool the book that's published has three parts and it's dual uh point of view between alina and amran and it covers okay. about seven years multiple planets it's a space opera lots of stuff going on uh, and so basically I would break it up into book one would be just her, book two would be just him. And that's the one that I, that terrifies me because it's all his military years and I've got to do a lot of research. Ooh. And then book three is when they finally reunite after, I even shortened the time frame to five years instead of seven. And because uh, I was making her older and I didn't need it to be so long. I've been reading some more military sci-fi to kind of get my head back in that space. And okay. I downloaded um, The Art of War. Heck yeah. I love that book. Because <laughs> uh, I thought a lot of his lessons can be based on some of those points. And I've always heard that naval battles transfer to space really well. The problem yes. is when I read a naval battle, I look at it and go, what the heck am I reading? <laughs> so I need <laughs> someone to translate. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> Like, what is this people throwing oranges i don't understand <laughs> yeah so and i would love to dig in and, and 
you know, I've been playing <laughs> with it. Joke, but. <laughs> but I mean, it because it's like all in code. It's letters and numbers and yeah, you know, military speak. And I'm like, I know, like D three. <laughs> oh, you sunk my battleship. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's don't my wait. level of understanding right there. You don't have to be sorry at all. <laughs> well, it's like I read one and I'm like, I have no idea what just happened. Let's go watch a movie. <laughs> You're like, did um, they survive? I just need a one-liner right here real quick. <laughs> ooh, ooh, uh, man, I just have all these weird things. Uh, <laughs> there's also this story about a confederate like a confederate submarine they freaking had submarines in the 1860s and they were horrifically dangerous (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah you should look that one up too it's pretty interesting uh hail possessor of much knowledge spoiler they died They died real bad. <laughs> and it was horrible. This freaking submarine sank like four or five times and everybody died. And, and they, they just, just kept, kept pulling, pulling it, it out of the ocean, cleaning it and being like, next crew, hop in. We're going to train. Oh my gosh. But it disappeared for like over a hundred years. They could not find where it was and then somebody found it and they've done all these studies and like they figured out exactly what happened and that's pretty interesting the concussive blast from the torpedo they were trying to they had a torpedo on a pole (laughs) and when it exploded underwater it pretty much instantly killed everybody from the concussive concussive blast weird Dude, they were not uh, thinking that through very well. <laughs> I know we have like four and a half minutes left, but I love to talk about this crap. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> if any of that helps you, I'm glad, but it probably doesn't. So thanks for listening. No, it's all great stuff because I seriously have this list of when I'm ready to write this, dig into yeah. these things. So that will go onto my list. And I just... I'll keep working on other projects until my brain says, okay, this is what you're going to do. And I think it's because Alina is such a fully developed real character. It's hard to change her so fundamentally. It's kind of like that first novel when I made her older, changed her name, killed her parents. She became a different person. I was like, oh, Mm. I know what to do with this person. (laughs) And yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So anyway but well my uh my writing goals include just continuing <laughs> writing bruce's story because that is the slowest pace right now but uh all good also doing a couple more christmas videos this month because that has been really fun what are the christmas videos um just music videos i know i was actually gonna say we should post one of them on our oh you don't have to do that (laughs) well i can't because you haven't sent it to me but it was it was (laughs) awesome he did this music number for our women's group at church and uh sang and harmonized with himself and played all the instruments it was really cool okay you at least have to send that to me (laughs) okay for sure (laughs) it was it was really good
Very so, nice. so that's my goal. And then I had the idea earlier this year that I really wanted to rewrite um, a couple of my, my mom's favorite Christmas stories. Like, have you guys read The Christmas Orange? I think so, yeah. Think it rings a bell. So The Christmas Orange is a story of these boys at an orphanage. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off, they're playing stickball. The kid hits the stick through the window. Every year, everybody gets an orange for Christmas. And people, like, carry their orange with them for days before eating it. Like, the skin gets all hard on the outside before they try to eat it. Just because, like, it's the thing they get. They never get anything. They never get anything. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't get an orange. He busted the window. And all day he goes around the school and everybody has their orange and he's like oh my gosh my life is over oh (laughs) and that night somebody runs to him and get like just like all of the teammates on his little stickball team took a piece off of their orange so that he could have an orange and so they they went ahead and they didn't keep their oranges for days and days and days like normal. And it's, it's touching. My mom cries every single time, like full on tears. And yeah, it's important for our family. I've wanted to do a rewrite and make it a lot longer of a story. It's a, it's about a two pager right now. And I'd like to make it about eight. So nice add some actual like like development the development do some um uh, some text some talking so i I just want to expand it a little add in some dialogue um really like spend a little more time inside the kid's head maybe do some more time leading up to the stickball game like see how things are a normal day before like how the morning was right before the stickball game and then you know see a change in attitudes from the adults like something that signifies and then being able to see the kids come there for him and like be there for him so that'll be really cool we'll see we'll see (laughs) i started writing it uh on my phone and it's I need a computer <laughs> so I can see more of it at once. <laughs> That'd be a great Christmas present for your mom though. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping. So yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, do you guys Good have luck. anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I don't think so. I think we've had some fun tonight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's been great. So do you think we want to try to meet sometime before the new year or do we want to just like, I have one more interview I can post. I think we should try it. Let's just look at each week as they come and say, Hey, can we meet this week? And if we can, let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. Cause we'll be here. Um, Make sure my mom's not around. Our kids are actually coming home tomorrow. My mom and my youngest son do not know. They think they're coming home next week. So 
that's why this week has been totally crazy for me because I had to finish quilts. I had to get bedding washed. I had to clean the bathrooms and I lost a week. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're excited, but it'll be that's cool. fun. No, we have one daughter home and another one coming in a week and a half. So I'm doing that. I'm actually finishing a quilt downstairs too. It has to go away tomorrow. Yeah. And it's not done either. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I finished, well, Man. mostly finished today. It looks awful. <laughs> the It looks great. The binding looks awful. I want to pick it all out and start all over, but I have no time. So No. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's together and oh, this way they gosh. can love it. Yeah. It was one of those <laughs> things where I'm like, I haven't done a binding in 10 years and muscle memory was not kicking in. <laughs> it's one of my things my mom says though. She's like, uh, perfect is the enemy of finished or something like that. And yes. Yeah. Now it's yeah. done and they can enjoy it. So. <laughs> yes. And they're going to use it till it wears out anyway. So <laughs> I'm right. going to write that on my whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. What was I that again? That. Perfect, Perfect is, is the enemy of finished. I think I'm saying it wrong, but that's essentially what it is. Well, so and that fits with writing uh, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's why all my stories look the way they do because I totally have that concept and I'm like, it's done. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's <better than> fine. <laughs> oh, you guys, it was so good to see you though. And yeah, and get to chat and hopefully we'll get at least one more in before the new year. And absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Shall we close up? Yeah. yeah, go for it, Hillary. Me? No, I think it's Kale's turn. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> All you loose sleepers out there, <laughs> either keep writing or start, start writing. writing. <laughs>